Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I don't like it when you do that. I know. You love the control. Um. Yeah, like your clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. No, to give some kind of indication of the, the sinking. <laughs> I'm thinking of it purely from the top. <laughs> <laughs> right. A no. little bit of a different episode today, Igor. It is, very much. And we should say, if you're listening, Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys! New Year, New Year. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> what are your What are your resolutions for the year? What have you set? Um, nothing, nothing. No. Because Phil? Th- <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Can nothing. Ash? No. 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 Not yet. Not yet. Bring, yeah. your, bring your mic close to both of you. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. <laughs> so, for anybody listening, this is um, a bit of a bonus episode. We've had. A couple of speakers in today, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, we've had Cat and Ash from Springles and Abel Burners. They yeah. were good, right? Yeah. yeah. And Philip White. Philip was all right, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So we just thought we'd do like a little Q&A with them all. Give the audience a chance to ask some questions. Um, we're another idea. Oh, my Igor. A podcast for creatives and yeah. entrepreneurs. Can you tell us at the end of the day and we're like a bit flaggy? Yeah, like, you know, it always like, happens. Like, it always happens. Like, always come happens. on, come it's on. It's okay, it's okay. Um, Podcast for creatives and, and entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. They want to level up their business. Yeah. And yeah, we're super grateful that you're here listening to us. If it is your first time that you're doing it, thank you. Welcome to the club. Welcome indeed. And yeah, and if you are avid listener, please share and subscribe. Do everything. What's up, your mates? That you're gonna do, do all that stuff. Yeah, what's up, your mates and your mum and your dog and everyone else. <laughs> so yeah. That um, said though, I just want to jump in. Yeah, you go for it. Yeah, I just want to jump in. So in. first of all, thank you guys. You've been absolutely amazing in terms of, yeah, by now, hopefully, that's the one. If if you haven't heard the episode of Kat and Ash and Philip, please go and listen to it first and then and then come back. Then or, come back or, to this or one. Or just go rogue. Just nah, listen to nah, this. No. No. This is tactic. No, do what, do what Igor said. Uh, that way they've listened to three episodes and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all tactic. But yeah. Um, on... Cat in Ash's episode, Able Burners, we, we chatted about a lot of stuff there. Um, very much about 
What do we chat about? We talked about we talked about farming, resting, resting. No, we talked about a lot about starting your own business, really, and. What else? I, I, I think it was really nice to hear that the struggle's real. And like, on the <laughs> surface, you might, look at, you might look at it best and go, wow, that's, why didn't I just go and do that? And like, people should be inspired by that. They should go, yeah, I can go and do it. But they should also be aware of, it's bloody hard work. Yeah. Yep. Isn't it? Is, I love yeah. that the takeaway from everything we had to say is that we've just had a really bad time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it's nothing worth having comes easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, I, just, I thought your story was really inspiring though I think I loved your idea like just how you just decided that the, the city life wasn't for you and that wherever you were in Surrey and that you just needed to make a change and you just went for it so many, it, that's something that I think so many people like kind of aspire to do but just never do it yeah. um, they always find an excuse or a reason yeah. not to um, I think that was really admirable your and then to go and kind of build Able Burners and to, the, to level it it's at it's just incredible really yeah. really incredible I loved your idea of success that's that was <laughs> on the money, really, really on the money. And, and just the whole aspect of very much designing your, your, your lifestyle and very much honing on that and, not, and be sort of like unashamed about it. So, so yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Then we had the amazing Philip White. Uh, sorry, that's Philip fucking White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touch upon luxury weddings and how you got into it and... Everything else, gear, and what else? NDAs, but just talking <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the wrong side of NDAs. Um, what's annoying as well in the industry? Just what annoys you? Yeah. Like? yeah, it was just nice to hear like, like the truth as well. I liked yeah. it, yeah. Right. Saying yeah. What, what is on everybody else's mind. Yeah. yeah. And we, we signed a book deal for Phil. Yeah. Um, yeah stories start. with Phil coming in 2023 yeah, is it bedtime yeah. stories with Phil be, yeah. oh that would yeah. be good that'd be good because you've got that soothing voice as well I did yeah. 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 you're allowed to swear like you swore there in yeah. bedtime stories yeah. I think yeah, for yeah. adults you could yeah I think so yeah, yeah. I think, it would be I weird if they were for swear. children yeah <laughs> well yeah. yeah they might not take much value from that no um, but yeah no it was great we had a good chat didn't we about oh god, god all sorts like, my mind's just buzzing again today just from like chatting to everybody um I'm still struggling to process it. We literally, obviously, this is going out a few weeks later, but we've literally just finished the conversation, so I've not even had time to process it all. Yeah. Anything stand out for you? Um, I've said it. I've said it already. Okay. Should we get to the Q and A then? Yes. Anything you want to ask? No. I, I want to hand out to the, oh, okay, yeah. these guys literally guy. straight away, um, and and just go for it and start the conversation. And I think so. this will be very loose in the sense of if you, thank you, if you've got something to say, meaning you guys, if you've got something to say, um. Take the mic. Yeah, so go for it. Pipe in. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. who's first yeah, up? First question. Go for it. Say, say, say your name. Where you're from? Yeah. You need the mic. Go and get the mic. <clears throat> Pass it over. Let's just check the sound levels. Just do a two, two, two. <clears throat> two, two, <laughs> no, two. Yes, fine. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, go for it. Hi, I'm Hannah. Hannah Brook from Weatherby, West Yorkshire. Um, I just anybody else from Weatherby in West Yorkshire here today? <laughs> So I wanted to know what the worst piece of business advice you've ever received was. Good question. question. Oh, Sorry. I think it's, I think it's probably something like just oh I know what it is. And actually it's something that I used to like repeat to other people. <laughs> but it's like just keep going 
it will break before you do. <laughs> no, you will break before it does because you're a, like a soft little human being and it is an entire business. And I think it's something that a lot of people labour under, isn't it? Is if I can mm. just apply enough pressure, I will win. I think to a certain point, yes, there's something there about having the stamina and being in it and accepting when things are hard and stuff. But at some point, like you, you really don't want your business to, to break you. Um, I think that is just a terrible piece of it. I think to that might sure have been... you rest. Yes. Yeah. Was it Chris Pratt? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. For goodness yeah. sake, Chris Pratt. Movie <laughs> guy. He, he was sort of a multi-million <laughs> yeah. when he said it. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that's Do mine. Do love Chris Pratt, though. I don't know if mine was business. I don't know if mine is advice. I think it's more of a... And I put an Insta post out about this on my education page today about how I get really fed up when people just say, oh, build it and they'll come. Just build it yeah. and they'll come. That's a Wayne's World quote, isn't it? Yeah. Book what? them and they will come. Yeah, yeah. book them yeah. and they will come. <laughs> it's like building it and doing it is like is is a hard task. Like it does take a lot of effort to get something off the ground. But that's when the like once you've done that, that doesn't mean like oh I'm just going to sit back and watch the money roll. Yeah. <laughs> like that's when the hard work starts. Like the really hard work starts because you have to keep showing up consistently, you know, and to be able to adapt. Like the story that you guys shared about the journey of Able Burners is a prime example of that. You know. Actually, building the product was probably the easiest Mate, bit. Finding an audience over and over again is difficult. I guess the same for wedding photography, the same for selling a product. Like, once you've shot a wedding, you need to find another person to shoot their wedding, and you have yeah. to keep doing that. So, actually, and same for uh, Able Burners, like finding people to sell to, that's the most difficult mm. bit, if anything. And not just good. people didn't come knocking on my door being like, have you made those burners yet? Yeah. Do you really do some sort of diffuser, I, but I don't my, want it to be mate, electric. My mate down the, down the pub said that you've built this Able burner. Yeah. Can I buy yeah. one? doesn't work yeah. like that. Anything for you guys? I don't think anyone's ever given me any business advice in any way, shape or form. <laughs> okay. Ever. Eagle? I agree. If anybody wants. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, was, I was thinking about it. I was literally thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think I've had any sort no. of like specific advice that's been like mind-blowing. I just just keep going, just keep pushing at yeah. things. I think from a generational uh, stance as well, like actually when I look at the people that were around me when I was younger, when I would be getting advice, it was always geared towards like, go and get a job. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. go to university. There was no, nobody around me was like, you can go and do what you want to go and do, mate. Just be passionate about it, work hard, find your, you know, find what makes you tick and, and, and do it. And there was never anybody around there like that. No. Mm. I think that's changed definitely. There's always get a trade. Yeah. Get yeah. a trade. Yeah. They always need plumbers. <laughs> yeah. So they I do don't know. really I think... need plumbers though. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, really good question. That got me really. I was having to really think then as to. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Don't even know if I got the answer right, but. No. Did, did we, we get it right? We had a discussion, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. We, get... we said some words. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have an answer. Thank you very much. Thanks, Hi. Who's up? I feel like I need to stand up. Like yeah, I'm in a stand up. Sorry. Um, sorry. My name's Jodie. I'm from Stafford. Um, my question is quite practical, so it's not really going to blow anyone's mind. And um, we were talking briefly about it before. <clears throat> Excuse me. But do couples need uh, a physical product? And what are people doing these days with USBs being kind of difficult to read for people and stuff now? So I know everyone's going moving over to online galleries, but do people need something physical coming through the post or whatever as well? Okay. Okay. Great question. Go film. Go film. I would say yes and no. <laughs> okay. Decipher, decipher that one, guys. No, no, Go on, no. Phil. So I've Thanks always, like, if I wanted to move from CD 
to USB to download. I just did it. And then nobody ever said anything. Nobody ever went, hold on a minute, but I don't have this. Um, so yeah, I think one thing I have done is I've always kept everything. Like I will not get rid of like anything from like, even if it's like, like 14 years back because I always get emails. I say always like maybe twice a year, someone will say, I've lost this. Can I, and you're like, this, that's your wedding. Yeah. You know, like I've got a copy of it, but, but I think I would want something physical, but you've got to think where we're going in like, it's kids, it's now kids getting married and they don't have anything kind of physical. Like they don't have books or anything. So yeah, I do it for like, hopefully they would appreciate that. Hopefully when you like, this is what you get, you get a box with a USB, which will be out of date next year or <laughs> like an album of sorts or whatever, but it's always going to be superseded by something else. Um, yeah, that's why it's yes and no, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But don't be afraid of just moving on to whatever the next thing is. Downloads or yeah. holograms. Yeah. I think my, my point of view is uh, I agree with a lot of what Phil said I still think there's a slight difference between sort of photo and video as well so I think for photo there's no harm in just printing you know 30 40 preview images yeah. and just delivering them as a little gift you know um, I think the value of that far exceeds the £4.50 that you might spend on prints and a few quid on posting posting it out um, I think it I think it's just a really powerful thing for some for a couple to receive just a little box of prints. And and even though I've got USBs at the minute, when they run out, which will be early next year, I won't be renewing them. Mm. Um, but I will still send a box of prints because I, I believe in the value of a printed good. Um, that'll never change. I'll never go to download only. I, I just people clients get that anyway. They get they get the opportunity to download. But I'm always going to send a box of prints. Yeah, I agree. I really like having something tangible in your hand. Like, and actually, as a photographer, seeing your work in print is just really nice. It's mm. really but good. But when those for you. prints come in, and you're like, "Oh, I'm actually quite not bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that bad at this. I should yeah. do more." Um, yeah, I sort of agree with the USB. Like the USB, we're still doing them this year, but I think probably again when they run out, like we'll just get rid of them. But, but we're we're basic we're digital delivery. But then up follows yeah. a box with prints and a USB. I think probably most people don't. They they love the prints, but I think the USB, they don't really care about oh, it. We don't. literally had one of those emails this week being like, "Oh, I've lost my USB." I'm like, mate, that's literally all your wedding photos. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> make a copy and then put them in safe places. Yeah, but I think I I think um, like the prints also. Once they've seen the way you print their photos, they're less likely to run them off on. I won't mention the name of the site, but there are some really terrible photo printing websites yeah. and they're, they're cheap because they're bad and so if they see how your work should look how you print it then it educates them a little bit doesn't it towards spending money on print which is what we want them to do yeah <laughs> yeah i agree i agree i haven't used usbs probably for four or five years now um so it's all all downloadable really um at the same time the importance of print it's it's massive really and i i find that I don't do sort of like a box of prints for every single client, no way. And if they if they get it, they pay for it. That's that's simple as. But I think there's 
I, I, I really want to hone in and really sort of like, at least me in terms of my business, really want to hone in in terms of like having sort of like standout images that would be able to see pr- couples really print out, even if it's just the one. And I would love that, just the one. I, I don't mind if you print 50 images, but I'd much rather you would just have the one, if that if that makes sense. Print it big or whatever, have it in your house. house. And yeah, it's just finding ways of sort of like instilling the importance of that really. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, it's a really good question. Who's next? Do you want to go? Hello, I'm Victoria. Um, it's another wedding specific question, I'm it's afraid. Okay. Um, but I guess it's for all of you as photographers. Why weddings? Why did you choose weddings to start with? And do you always envisage shooting weddings? Or is there any other area of photography that you'd like to explore in the future? Because of the cash. So much money for a day's work. It's the second time I answered that. For me, I I actually love um, the wedding day itself. Um, Like I said earlier, it's literally like the best day of somebody's life. And I think as also as a wedding photographer, you are kind of you're a portrait photographer, a fashion photographer. a food photographer, uh, architecture photographer, like there's a lot of elements to that day. Um, I actually used to work for a company who sold a blender and I spent some time uh, watching um, their food photography shoots. And I have to say, it just did not interest me in the slightest. This guy had like, you know, set up like this with amazing lights um, and they're spending like hours like with these micro movements of little bits of food and there's just no soul in it for me. Like I love people and I love the, happiness than the joy that a wedding day brings and like there's just so much in that one day that happens that it's kind of like this little universe of fun and joy and yeah I hope that kind of answers it a bit yeah that kind of answers it for me as well I think it's it all comes down to just people and the buzz of that day I just love that I love I love just seeing people like interact with each other the quirkiness of what goes on the stuff that you just can never predict the you know the shots that you come away with you're like how that what how did that happen like that I just I get a real fix and buzz out of that um, I've done commercial work as well and sometimes it can be really nice but nice is about as good as it it's, gets yeah. isn't it it's nice, <laughs> nice. to have nice that's nice yeah. nice I love yeah, nice things but it's just nice <laughs> Um, the only thing I would I would and I've said this before but the only thing I would love to do is I'd love to do some sports photography that would be the one thing for me if I was going to do a complete not a complete sort of side trip whatever it is you want to call it that would be something I'd go and do I'd love to be like on the back of a bike and covering the Tour de France like that, that I just think like the, the possibility to be creative in situations like that or like at sports events I think is is huge do you think if you did it like a few times though it would lose the I don't know I, I mean you don't know do you I suppose a wedding photographer who, who did Formula One for years yeah. and he was like it was horrible and I was like I can't think of anything better that would be incredible yeah. So but you can speak, you can speak you... to wedding photographers that have that attitude though can't you as well yeah. there are lots of people doing wedding photography that don't want to be doing it yeah you know it comes down to like how much do you have that passion how much you how long how, like how big is that fire in your belly for mm. for, for doing yeah. it it's a weird thing to find a fire in your belly for though yeah isn't yeah, it? yeah. yeah. yeah there's think, a lot of people that don't but i think that's part and parcel of it of doing well with it of going how do you not reinvent yourself but how do you keep going back year after year and be like you've got to find enjoyment into it and yeah, totally. out of it and you know enjoy seeing people do what they do best and interacting and whatever yeah 
I can't I can't see me stepping away from weddings though. I think they'll kind of I think I'll reduce the numbers a little bit going forward with you know things that are growing here and the business and, and other things. But I don't think I'll be stepping away from wedding anytime soon. Do you think there's an age limit to wedding photography? No. 100% no. I think you work. I think you work. Look at Gladys No, we spoke about this loads. We're like different people today and I've told the same story six times about seeing a guy who'll probably listen to this and hate me for the rest of his life. But um, yeah, I kind of seen an older guy at a wedding and thought, oh, you're not too old to be doing this. But then after speaking to him, he had it kind of sorted. He was like, paid off my mortgage. I get, I come out like, I come out, I come out like once a week. I get <laughs> they, roll, they roll me out. Yeah, they roll me out <laughs> once a week. But he was Got like, no, I, he kind of just speaks to like loads of people, gets paid a really good amount of money for like relatively easy day's work. Um, and he was kind of sorted. You have these preconceived ideas, which I never, there's one example, never forget, two older photographers who I dismissed all day. And it was the second shooter, the older second shooter of the older photographer. They were talking about what weddings they'd done and whose weddings they'd done. And he was like, I shot one of the Beatles. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you just never, you just, and he was like, yeah, 30 years ago when I, when I was like in my heyday or whatever, but yeah, probably continue doing this forever. I was going to say, uh, for me, it's travel photography. And, it, and in some, some ways, it kind of like touches upon what you were saying in terms of like um, what you enjoy uh, and what sort of like fires, fires, fires you up, really. Um, and that's travel photography for me. In some ways, um, destination weddings is perfect, really, because you incorporate the best of both worlds, really. Um, but if you can drop me anywhere, really, and just teach me about the culture, the food, the people, even better. But yeah getting landscapes and when you when you asked that question my mind literally straight away went to fpv droning which is droning but it's very much it's it's amazing for landscapes where you literally just whiz by like really fast and i was i was just thinking oh yeah that'd be amazing to learn and sort of maybe incorporate that but it would be yeah quite hard it would be a massive learning curve sorry phil i'm talking about drones (laughs) um so but yeah yeah travel photography would be one that um, I could see myself doing for sure. Kat? Um, I probably would echo some of the things you just said, I think, Eagle, because I think that like when I get to that place where you, you've shot a lot of weddings in the year and you're starting to get a bit drained, you'll do a destination wedding and be- because you don't live there, you see it completely differently. Um, and then I had this really, I had a really cool uh, moment this year where I'd been away so much over the summer that I hadn't been in Cornwall. And then I had an elopement in St. Ives. And it was like I was seeing St. Ives, like it was a foreign country. And I was like, that's why I love it so much, is that fresh eyes thing, because you're not used to those um, cultural traditions. You're not used to that food. You're not used to this type of weather. And I think it opens your eyes and you see something fresh again. And then that kind of like reinvigorates you for Mm. like the next five in the UK or whatever. Um, that's why it's really hard for photographers that go to the same venue time and time and yeah. time again, isn't it? It's yeah, just yeah. because it becomes monotonous. <laughs> we've uh, we've had one of those, yeah. which we've just... We were a recommended supplier at, and, um, mate, I was there, like... Because of COVID, some of them got postponed. I was there, like, eight times last year, 
in like a very short amount of time and I was just like I can't see anything new here I've done everything and obviously I was like you know try my best to be really pumped for the couples but like inside I was sort of like I just want to go home now I can't do this place anymore I've done it enough but I think if um if I could photograph something specific uh when I'm traveling and get paid for it it would be like things that got really old and crap I really enjoy that. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Deterioration. A, a, any, like, um, like a roller coaster that's working, oh, yeah. but they haven't updated it. Yeah. And, like, Cornwall's full of that stuff. Um, and, like, just stuff that... It's been decorated, but they just kept decorating it the same for, like, 35 years. <laughs> and so it's stuck where it was originally. And I, if I could get paid to do that, oh, my goodness, I'd be gone. But Sounds like you need, like, an Insta feed for that. Yeah. 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 I started shooting it on film, that. actually, like, yeah. in the past year. But I think it's like we were saying about personal projects are really... I think you were saying that, Phil. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to photograph this and I'm going to do a book. Like, just for me, really, to have yeah. on my coffee table and then be like, does anyone want one of my random books? But um, it's just having the time and, like, putting your energy to that because it doesn't pay you any money. Um, but yeah, if I could get paid to photograph rubbish things in other countries, definitely. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea about shooting like live films in the same kind of in a similar thing to weddings, but the time it would take. So you would meet with a family, kind of with one like the older people in mind or one older person in mind, and kind of catalogue together all of the prints and old kind of films and everything that they have, and then sit down and interview the person with maybe like one of their sons or daughters so they would ask the questions and then kind of put all this stuff together to make like these kind of epic films which i think any one of us if you went if you could do that for like Almost any member like a legacy piece well, yeah. that was, i that can yeah. you can you do that <laughs> yeah well it's, i think it's a big thing in the states like yes. legacy yeah. films yeah. and it's like oh, that would be so powerful but the time to kind of do it and I think on a similar kind of note, the one of the only other like non-wedding related films that I made was I made a film for my daughter for her 21st. And it was like, I think it took me longer than anything else I'd ever done. So I was going back through like scanning pictures and that's why I bought an old camcorder and like put all of our old like videotapes in and, and put it together. All of this footage and put it put it together over like 20 minutes. And there's like five tracks on that. But the five tracks, along with everything else, it's like the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. And it has so much impact for like so many different people. There's like grandparents in there who, yeah. like if, unless I'd have bought that kind of camcorder or old VHS thing and rescued like the one 30 seconds of footage of like a great grandparent speaking, like the only thing that's ever in existence like mm. now I'm speaking and like watching people's reactions to hearing that it's like you come back to life like yeah. being like this is mm. like incredible kind of gives me goosebumps just hearing yeah. that yeah. yeah it's like but the thing is like I could be like watch this 20 minute film from like you see me that was like 16 and like everything else and like it's a whole journey through like 21 years that, that starts with like us being kids and ends with like her and like we literally went in secret to all like her uni mates and was like, do you want to just like leave a message? And they left like the best, kind of, and like teachers and everything. Yeah. And over twenty minutes, it's 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 the most powerful thing ever. It's like an emotional festival. Yeah. Mm. But you could do that over like, you could produce like a two-hour feature for like families or whatever. And I think 
you all have these kind of ideas of like I'd be so cool to do like films or music videos or whatever else but nothing it's the same as weddings nothing beats that I think maybe now the impact of what we do is lost because we're all like the glam of like the pictures and everything else but then if you wait 15 years and you go look at this that's when people are like shit that person's not around or that Mm. person's not around or and that's like the importance of what we do but yeah I don't know. They might one of my one of my friends. I shot his wedding eight years ago, and he messaged me the day. Said he you know, unfortunately lost a, uh, an uncle, and at the funeral, all the photos were mine from the from the yeah. wedding day. You forget. Go, you you know, forget. I'd have, just, I'd have taken those photos, not even thought for a second, just yeah. taken them instinctively. But like, yeah, they're the things you know one, about them. You think and you know about that because he's told you. Like someone said, to, like I had a um, a father of the groom. I think he died. Like couple of days after the wedding mm-hmm. so I knew about that because he said can you go back through the footage and see what else you can pull out but then you think what about the ones you don't know about the impacts mm-hmm. that you're having on people's yeah. lives is it must be like insane yeah. when they're looking at stuff but I think it's know. interesting that um I don't know if you guys experienced this but I like I feel like that about the work that we mm. do and we've been doing it long enough that you do hear about people that have passed away mm. and quite soon after the wedding and you're like wow actually I knew it was important but wow it's really important and yet I noticed that if I say I'm a photographer the person I'm speaking to will be like ah oh, that's awesome what sort of photography and I'm like weddings they're like oh yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like I lose their interest immediately and I don't really know why I that find is. it hard to tell people I'm a wedding yeah, yeah. And but, it's then, but like, then you go, oh, I'm okay. Well, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Wedding photographer. Because shame. You, can see it, you can see it in their eyes. You yeah, they're just like glazed. Like, oh, destination wedding photographer. They're interested. Back in yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really weird how it's it's almost like I'd say it's been it's more valued in terms of what people will pay for it, but it's become quite devalued in terms of how people respect the people who do that, and I don't really know why that is. It's very strange. I think I think in some ways it's the sort of like perception, especially here in the UK, perception that people have of sort of like wedding photographers. Um, they look at it as a sort of like traditional thing. It's, yeah. a, it's the guy that comes with his polo, branded polo, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> at, yeah. at the church sort of thing. And there's so much more that can be done. We are creatives. We we can really control how the day goes and you have a lot to say and a lot to give really so yeah I think it's just people's perception of it really also like the way that wedding is remembered mm. is actually down to you yeah. like <clears throat> people's memory is assisted by photos mm. and by video and you're the one creating that mm. it's a massive thing you're yeah. selling whereas in the US it's completely different right. um, I think because um, very much the culture is very much geared to having photos literally since birth you, you have your birth photos and then sweet 16s and then graduations and they do whole s- sessions for it really you wouldn't hear of a graduate having a session <laughs> here in the UK um, so yeah all aspects of their life they're literally they're, mem- uh, they're, they're having that memorized by by our images really so yeah I think that's that's one big cultural thing that UK has uh, that hopefully will change. What was the question there? Have we gone off on We've gone bit no, of a tangent? We, we very much have. Yeah. Yeah. We very much have. It was, was great. It was, but yeah, yeah, it's Super good. Super tangent. Yeah. Somebody's taking their anger out on a ball upstairs, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. We've got a gym above uh, our studio. You've got a gym um, everywhere. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got next. Who's up? Yeah, go for it. Hi, guys. I'm Laura from Litchfield. Um, 
I've heard quite a lot um, in the past sort of year or so about um, kind of wedding guests and being a photographer, particularly female wedding photographers going into the evening um, and having issues with guests and the abuse they've received. And some of the stories that I've heard are actually quite shocking. Um, so kind of aimed at Kat in particular, but has anybody or what's been your worst experience with wedding guests, mm. I guess? Great, great. It's sad that you have to ask the question, know, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it, it is. Um, I only know of it because I've spoken to female photographers. Um, it's far more common than I think people realise. It's pretty shocking, really, the stuff I've heard. I think yeah. the worst I've ever encountered is just maybe like a bit of a, you know, an advance, if you can even call it that. Like somebody just approaching you, being a bit overly friendly. You're like, but I'm six foot. I'm, you know, quite happy, like looking after myself, not generally looking after yeah, it's strange talking about it. I'm okay. I, it makes might make me feel uncomfortable, but I can I think of like females going to a wedding industry uh, to a wedding at that time of night, being surrounded by guys that are two foot taller than them. And it's it's a pretty terrifying experience. I can imagine. Um, I've had some experiences. I've had my bum pinched in a on a dance floor before, and actually Ash and I used to work together all the time. So Ash was there when it happened. Um, the worst one was a you didn't man... didn't tell me about it until afterwards. No, like, that's what we do as women, isn't it? <laughs> just get over it, deal with it, and then I'm like, can I pinch my bum? I actually didn't see who it was, because if I had, I'd have said something. And I think that's, that's something that... That would probably be, like, my answer to you is just... A man would never tolerate that, no. so you must never tolerate that. Mm. A guy tripped me up during speeches, deliberately. So I was... Um, You're crouching down. Crouching down. And um, I like went to take a shot, so I kind of like stood up slightly, and he shoved his foot out and tripped me over, and he thought it was the funniest thing he had ever done. So I didn't want to interrupt the speeches, but I did say to him, "That is completely out of order. I am at work right now, and we are not done with this." And at the end of the speeches, I went and told the bride and groom what had happened because I was just like, uh, you know, I just said to them, "He would never have done that to Ash. It was like, you know, because I was mm. like a little woman or something." But I think. I don't worry about it. I'm quite, I get quite involved with the wedding. Like, obviously I work on my own all the time now and in foreign countries on my own. Um, but I am very heavily tattooed and quite gobby. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I just look like you wouldn't want to mess with me, but I don't have a lot of problems, but I, I also don't mind telling someone to back off. Um, so I, I think, think ultimately like you have a right to stand up for yourself, yeah. regardless of your gender. And you should put up with nothing, basically. Like, if you're at work doing a job, someone's... I mean, let's just call it what it is, right? If someone's assaulting you, remove yourself from the situation. Like, if you have to leave that wedding and then after say to the couple, I left because of this, that's absolutely what you should do. Or go and find a wedding planner, somebody who works at the venue, tell them what's happening, tell somebody else and get help in that situation. Do you know, I think also, though, <laughs> Ash was... Um, Ash has ha had an experience with women. Um, do you want to... Do you remember I'm not that? Not sure which one you mean. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are multiple. Um, some bridesmaids. Really. You were working on your own, and some bridesmaids wanted to do. They wanted to play like dares or something with you. So there was something they were asking you to do. I obviously blanked this from my You, you were very upset about it, and I remember you said to the people at the time. So oh were, yeah yeah yeah. She yeah she came up. She was like, oh, I've been dared to pinch your bum, and I was like, you best leave then, because you're not doing that. And she was just like didn't know what to do and just sort of walked off and then someone and then someone came and apologized one of the other bridesmaids came and apologized and they were like oh i'm just so mortified that would you know that if that was a woman that we'd done that to blah 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 and i was like yeah you're right that's not acceptable so it does 
it does yeah. go both ways. Like that is oh, harassment. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. I think it's just different from like from my point of view. It's like I, even though I find it uncomfortable, and I've had a similar experience to that. I think that's really all it was. <laughs> it's still unacceptable. There's like no condoning it. Yeah. But generally, I don't feel intimidated by that person. Whereas yeah. I think the role reversal is that women will feel more intimidated by that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've no, got a, sure. It's a very delicate yeah. subject. You know, we, me, me and Amy put a post out on my account at the start of the year because we'd seen Kim Williams, I think, had talked about something, didn't she? And shared, openly shared her experiences, which completely mortified me when I read it. And the one big takeaway that I, t- I took from that process of saying, hold on, we're going to say something on our account about this. This isn't on. And I think you'll agree, Amy, was that 99% of the comments or the reshares from my account were women. Mm. There were very few guys that stepped up and went, "Yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm yeah. with you on that." And it's about. It was all about men need to do more about this, yeah. not 100%. women. It's all one and good women talking about it. Guys in the industry need yeah. to step up yep. and start calling it out as unacceptable. And that's it. Yeah, no, I think that's not it. But like, that's part of that for me is part of the issue is that men need to yeah. start saying this isn't on anymore. I think also like there is, do you know what? I think those extremes are like much less common, but what is really common is just like a really weird chauvinistic attitude to a woman being the person behind a camera at a wedding. Yeah. So for example, Ash and I um, worked together for most of the start of our career together. And we basically realized that if I was calling for group shots, nobody would listen to me. I'm not quiet, I can throw my voice. It was literally about the lack of respect. So we basically realized that Ash had to call people for for group shots. Um, Otherwise it would just take forever because they just didn't care about the small blonde woman shouting something. And it was like, they'd hear me, but they'd sort of like turn away. It's really weird. So I actually now will find a man in a wedding to use as an ally. So I'll get on with one of the guests or one of the groomsmen. I'll be like, can you help me out? I'm gonna start calling for group shots. A lot of the people here aren't gonna listen to me. You've got a big, strong voice, you can help me. And basically get someone to be an ally for me. But it is rife. And um, I think there's things like male videographers pulling rank over my shooting position and stuff like that. And like, you know, we're big, tough girls. We can handle it, but we shouldn't have to. But I think like, to to be honest, guys, I think there's a whole episode for you in this about women talking about their experiences as photographers, because we do have to fight 10 times harder just to achieve like something that comes easily to a guy we have to work 10 times harder to get there um and it's just a real shame but i think you can either you can't spend your whole time moaning about it and whinging about it because ultimately you've got a job to do so yeah if i've got to use a bloke to to, and say to him can i use your voice because they'll listen to you i don't care i'll do it you know yeah just to come back to a a point you made as well about being on the dance floor as well obviously that Mm. that's a a kind of is it more is that a worst I'm assuming that's the worst time of the day to be at a wedding for it. Worse, again, I'm trying to find my words for this. A more vulnerable more moment. More vulnerable moment, yeah. Um, um, I, would, I think, so, I think uh, the more the alcohol gets involved. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think, I don't know, personally I don't have, I've obviously had that experience I mentioned earlier, yeah. so yeah, it does happen. Um, I don't worry about it at all. It doesn't yeah. concern me. I think, I think my response to what, what you had asked for as well was just going to be about you should always feel safe at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And if you don't feel safe, if you aren't comfortable being on a dance floor at that time and I would have a drink, you shouldn't be. It's as simple as that for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, like your safety and, and uh, you know, 
like you should be made to feel comfortable in that space and if you're not then you just get your bags and you go home yeah. I think also. And I think actually, do you know what? If you told your couple, if there was a situation, if you told your couple, they'd be mortified and they'd find somebody to sort that out and remove that person yeah. from their wedding because I 100% guarantee they don't want that going on at their wedding either. Like, there are some, uh, a lot of venues also have um, security staff. Mm. Like there are sometimes that I've been in a position where I'm leaving a venue really late at night, like after midnight. There was one recently where it was actually in a park. So I was going to have to walk through a park to get to my Uber, which I was going to have to get an Uber from the end of a completely unlit road anyway. And I just said to one of the male staff what how I needed to get out and what I was going to have to do. And I was like, I basically need you to walk me to the end of the road. And like, again, just to like, he was a nice guy. He was like, yeah, of course, absolutely. Um, but he probably wouldn't have offered it because it's offensive, isn't it? Be like, oh, do you need walking to the end of the road? Yeah, it's rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, if, I, if I'm the one going to the guy and being like, you seem like a nice, decent guy, you know, or the security guy that's actually got his badge on. So, you know, he's been through all of his checks and everything mm. and just be like, I need you to do this for me because unfortunately that's the society we live yeah. in. Yeah, it's a shame, but I think men are, good men are the answer to the problem. Mm. So it's actually a really positive moment, I think, where men have an opportunity yeah. to like, to advocate for us yeah. and yeah. Yeah, I think it needs calling out more. I know from the back of that period at the start of the year, a lot the few guys that did comment or some of the feedback that I got was that guys were saying, if I see this at a wedding, I'm now gonna call it out. Yeah. And that was one thing that I personally took away from it was that, okay, I've, I've seen or overheard things before that I've, I find uncomfortable. I'm not going to let that pass anymore. I'm going to make sure that I step up and I say that's not, that's not acceptable. Yeah. So that's one change I made. And I think more people need to, to, make, to, to, to have that awareness and to make those decisions. Yeah. yeah. I think it goes into like every walk of life, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course like, it does. Yeah, and yeah. like any, any injustice that you see, you can be someone who says something about it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's going to be, I think for men, like not accepting locker room banter and just being yeah, like yeah. you're uncool yeah. mate yeah. uncool stop yeah. it and I think and also like if women are maybe by podcasts like yours given an opportunity to be like this is what's going on because I think good men don't know what's going on uh, you know it, 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 they are a minority thankfully I believe um, and like I, and I think most men would just be absolutely shocked by what happens mm. so yeah. yeah amazing thank question. you <laughs> anything you want to add? Who's up next? Anybody else? Amy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. So, hi, I'm Amy from Derby. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay, so my question is, thinking back to the whole of 2022, what is something that you are all, you know, really proud of? Whatever's, you know, whatever's happened, like something that you would give yourself a high five for? What is, what has that been? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this, Nothing good. This for me. Yeah, no, it's yeah. this. Yeah, it's, this, it's the podcast and what we've done so far in like six months. Um, yeah, I'm I, like putting that post out the other day about the the numbers and the countries we've reached and what we've done um, off the back of just having a conversation saying we should just start doing something to actually get it done and to to not to miss one week in six months is, you know, given the work that goes into it, is that, that's it, yeah. I'm, that's, that's a big achievement. Nice. Um, I think for me, there was actually a moment in Lake Como this year where I was stood on a boat as the sun was setting, photographing this couple, and Kat and the twins were back in the Airbnb, 
and it was just a real like I'm back to my normal life after COVID moment. I was kind of like, yeah, it was. It had always been a dream to shoot in Como, and Cat had actually had a wedding the week before there, so I flew out with the girls. We stayed for a whole week, and it was kind of the combination of like it's a family holiday in Como, but I'm also working in Como, and just yeah, being on that boat was like unreal. And we shot in the uh, villa that's in James Bond, and it was like just everything was on board. All the boxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good good moment for me. I think mine was probably we were talking about when we went to the Dolomites this year, and just because I remember like me from four or five years ago thinking you will never get that opportunity, you will never be good enough for that, and to be standing there and be like, wow, you actually did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, like in the in the moment. You don't really appreciate it. And then we got, we, when we looked at the images and I was like, I took those photos that I kind of always wanted to take. So yeah, life made, definitely. Yeah, yeah you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm really bad. I'm really bad at celebrating wins, like really, really bad. And Zion has to remind me constantly of, of celebrating wins. But I guess, yeah, as you said, Sam, this is, this is massive. And I was gonna say, you, your, your win should have been like just just hanging out more with Igor. That yeah. Should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that should be it. But no, I think that yeah, the podcast is a massive one simply because of the. I feel like me personally, I've grown so much from it. Yeah, like yeah. it's ridiculous, really. And would that have happened without this? No, of course not. It really wouldn't. So, um, which in some ways makes me excited for the future, really, because I can see myself making decisions today. Um, completely differently to to what I would have done without what yeah just literally implementing the, the certain things that that I've learned from here really so yeah it's exciting and it gets the, the fire going really for for more really so yeah yeah so we're doing another six months are we oh yeah yeah cool three years yeah. mate <laughs> at least I don't know I was gonna say there's there's no real kind of instantly I was like oh do you mean business or do you mean personal and so there's, there's personal stuff, family stuff. Um, and I was desperately, while everyone else was speaking, going, what do I think of from a business perspective? Is there anything that stood out? And I was like, I, can't think there, I don't think there is. And I was like, oh, I, did, I spoke before about the Leica thing. And I was like, no, I kind of do myself down too much. And I think it's, a, it's the massive like imposter syndrome thing mm -hmm. where I was at like a dinner thing the other night. And it was the same thing with someone goes, what, what do you do, photographer? Like and you should just go. I was like, I'm a wedding photographer, and instantly you're like, oh god, I'm being judged. I'm being judged. <laughs> and then you're like, I've got these things to back it up. I could be, should be proud of like saying this. But I think I'll do that. I'll say like, yeah, the 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 whole being involved with the brand that I love was a massive thing. Loads of kind of like self validation for that. But it still took me ages to like think of that. And the the first thing that I I thought of was just like family stuff and like my eldest graduated this year and I was like so it took so long to kind of comprehend that because we just like I said we had the kids mm. like so young and so you're always looking at like ticking boxes you're forever ticking boxes and you're at you're forever going okay they've finished primary school they've done this they've done that but then when there's a big one at the end and I'm like man like my eldest graduated from Cambridge I'm like like, I feel like we should applaud that. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And, like, and, and, I, and I have this guilt thing because I'm, I'm like, my youngest is incredible too and she's doing her A-levels and is, 
you know going to uni and, and, and she's absolutely incredible but it is it's just ticking boxes mm. but you're almost like in another world looking at it you're like you're like it's like an outer body kind of thing especially when you're not used to being around like academics and kind yeah. of people like and people like that but yeah that was big thing still not yeah. fully processed yeah. being an adult mm. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff. I don't think any of us have processed yeah. that yeah. yeah we're still <laughs> yeah great question Amy really really good yeah what about you Amy what what's my win yeah what's your win um should we all should we all go yeah, go for it go okay on. I think one of my wins so I'm about 18 months into wedding photography and I think a year ago, we were talked about trends earlier, a year ago I probably would have just hopped on just because it's a trend and I don't really know why I'm hopping on. But um, now I feel in a, a better place where I can kind of take, you know, a minute and be like, is that really me? You know, I feel a bit more secure about my style and where I am and yeah. So and I think that's come in 2022. So that's my win. Very good. Do I have to share a win? Yeah, yeah, yeah go Okay. For it. Um, I think my biggest win this year has been, um, I guess, reducing my hours at my day job, which is a primary school teacher. Um, and yeah, actually taking a, a full on step into um, making wedding photography like an actual career, not a side hustle. Um, oh. Yeah, so, and, and just knowing that knowing that success is like it, it's it's happening like you know i'm getting bookings people are trusting me um i'm able to create art i'm learning i'm enjoying not being around like shouty playgrounds all day um, <laughs> oh guys i didn't realize how great adult company was until i left <laughs> primary school um yes yeah, so i think that's that's a big win for me and hopefully next year's win will be uh, quitting my job so yeah well very done. exciting thanks go on um, I think I spoke to a few people about this earlier I, um, I shot a wedding in Ibiza in April which was lovely um, and I got to take my family with me and it was my daughter's sixth birthday while we were out there and it was just a really lovely moment to think that she was having that lovely experience because of my job yeah. taking her there and yeah it was just a really beautiful few days and I felt really proud that I'd created that yeah should do. that's incredible mm. beautiful island by the way um, if you don't want to share you, you don't need to share you can just literally <laughs> yeah. skip the mic and you're not forced so yeah okay um, I think my win was I put my prices up by 25% um, at, at the beginning of the year no and I went through book you though. Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody booked me Sam like when you put your price up that's it no I have no job um, tell us yeah. what happened nobody booked you right people booked me there you Whoa. go yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and then I came here and I chatted to Kat and you know realised I probably need to put them up again and um yeah, go through that whole barrier, pain Brilliant. barrier again next year. But what I have kind of come out of this year realising is that I need to kind of scale things back a little bit and remember to take time off and book out weekends where I'm I'm not going to yeah. do weddings. And, you know, I've just declined an inquiry where, you know, technically I'm free, but I'm not because I'm just keeping that weekend for family time. So that's my win. So good. Nice. Who's next? <laughs> 
throw it. I'm not sure if we can see you on the camera. Just be careful of the uh, cables. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I, I can't really think of a, a standout win, um, but got bookings next year. They've kept coming in. Uh, yeah, no. like it's, a, it's an all right amount for how long I've been doing it. Um, so, yeah, I guess I, I should be should be happy with that. And, um, you know, it's for a lot of new venues and like decent venues. So, yeah, just got to keep going yeah. like that. Yeah. And that. Well, down, <laughs> That's good enough for me. Never downplay somebody wanting to like pay you to come yeah. shoot yeah. that yeah. 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 Right, so it's, it's always a win. It's always a win. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people in the industry. They could choose any multiple of photographers, and I've chosen you, and that says says a lot. Hmm. So well done, <laughs> Tommy W. I think mine would be booking my first two destination weddings for next year. Um, just blows my mind that someone will pay me to go out and shoot their holiday. Yeah, well, shoot their wedding. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Yeah. I'm getting a holiday out of it. <laughs> I knew that's where his holiday yeah. I, I, I knew exactly what it was. What's your motivation for this trip? Yeah. Uh, shooting their wedding. What, yeah. what, the, desti- what the destinations? Uh, Barcelona and California. Amazing. Nice. Ooh. Ooh, Santa Monica. Santa yeah. Monica. Yeah. <laughs> um, this year for me um, was always about education. So learning, looking at my weaknesses and trying to see where I can get better. And I think this year's nearly up and I, I think I'm achieving that. I'm producing work that I'm happier with. I'm giving more images to clients because I'm finding there's more that are better. Um, and I did your course, Sam. Amazing, <laughs> So yeah, that's for me. Um, nothing specific, I don't think, but um, I think it's a bit of a mind shift for me. So since I w- was 40, well, I'm 41 now, actually. Um, I've, I've started to be a little bit braver at saying no um, and managing my time a little bit better. So I've got two young children, as a lot of us here have, um, and I just feel quite proud of being able to say no to work that I know is not a right fit or I, I know if I take on it's going to be too much and just being a bit braver, really. And during COVID, I started... It's really cheesy, but I started this thing on my Instagram stories. It was just called Sunday Smiles, and it was basically little things that had happened during the week that were you know that were sort of memorable or nice and they're not big things they're just little things and I just would do like a little collection of them each week and that helped me kind of get through the week and see that it doesn't have to be the big things and the, and the huge wins that make make life fun or whatever and I think since doing that in Covid that's and I still do it now so I've done it for ages but it's really helped me kind of look at look at life a little bit differently, I think. And I think like you were saying before, it does come with age to a certain extent. Um, I couldn't have done it, I couldn't have thought like that a few years ago, but I just feel a lot better about how I manage my time and what I see as success, which is what we were saying earlier, um, measuring our yardstick for success and stuff like that. Anyone else? (laughs) Boss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a few actually, it's been a big year. So the first one was taking a massive leap of faith and leaving the job, pretty toxic atmosphere, and just going, I'm going to go do it. Meeting Sam, Igor. Going to the fun club. I feel like it's going to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's been, since July, it's been a whirlwind, and I think I finally feel comfortable in my own skin, so that's cool. Um, and yeah, the wedding photography is going well too. I, can, I feel really emotional actually. Yeah. I'm just like listening to you all like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, big wins and really, really excited for the new year. 
mine is probably coming to work here, uh, get a decent apprenticeship. The right answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting out of college because I wasn't learning anything, I was just wasting my time. It put me in a really bad place mentally. And same with all of my other classmates, and they're still stuck there asking for advice. Oh, what are you doing at, at your new apprenticeship? What's it like? What have you learnt? Um, and they're asking me, oh, how do I set this up? Or how do I do this now? And I've learnt it just from coming here. And I feel like I'm teaching them a little bit bit more. Um, but, but it's nice hearing their feedback from it all. And, oh, that's brilliant. I want to come and work with you now. Or come and, like, <laughs> I want to come and do this with you. It sounds so much better than college. And it's just nice. It's a bit colder that. than college. A bit colder. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, we're okay. Yeah. But no, it's just nice getting out of that environment. And I just feel a bit more bit more free mentally and yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody here that's been through education like we've all talked about it before education wise like you are and I've said it to you countless times as well Courtney but like you are going to learn so much more than you can even you can't even compute it when yeah. you're in this environment around people mm. like day-to-day -day doing yeah. stuff um, rather than sitting at college listening to somebody tell you how to do it yeah I found it a lot better hands-on more practical it's like the, you're in the real world here rather than just sitting in a college classroom oh yeah this is what you will be doing but we're not going to go do that whereas here it's like right this is what we're going to go do we're going to go and do it and I'm learning more hands-on and it's it's a really good start and I'm, I'm only young and I've done yeah. so much already compared to you know how to like edit videos now like yeah. just does all of our videos whereas Maybe, my mom's like just learning six weeks. Like and yeah. you're like would you do that at college you probably no. wouldn't do that at college do you want to so move yeah. to Cornwall? Yeah. I feel like uh, Sam and Eagle now have to expand this to take on this army of apprentices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and send them out yeah. Actually, yeah. I actually thought, I actually thought uh, when you said that, Courtney, uh, I'm like, hmm, Sam's mini school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, grand, my granddad used to be, a, 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 used to run a, a college, actually, in Sandwell when computers first started arriving in there so I can see the full 80s. circle come around yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's no, great good stuff everybody that's really nice to hear everybody Seriously, sharing that all yeah. guys. have we got any more have we got any more questions yeah, yeah go for it Hi, I'm Annie. I'm from Nottingham. Um, so my question is to all of you, and it is, um, what currently inspires you creatively? Um, be that, I don't know, fashion, movies, uh, that specific tree in your garden, I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah, what is inspiring you creatively at the moment? I'm like holding space for Phil to go first on something. Yeah, go on, Phil. <laughs> let, let Phil go first. I feel I'm in a different place since turning 40. Like I'm, I've gone all deep and philosophical and I just <laughs> want to be, it's all about the simple life. Yeah. I've gone from big grand ideas to just burning wood and walking the dog on the beach and those yeah. kind of things. Um, no, but I think that, that is kind of like inspiring me now. Yeah. It's like a shift of being like, I think I just want to, I've always been big in like, everything being simple with the business and images and everything else um but even more so now i'm kind of like yeah i think i'm i'm just being inspired by all of that whether that is just like 
cooking or walking the dog or doing those simple things i'm like really embracing it because mm. that's my future now yeah, Just, yeah but yeah. now I'm, it's it's good i feel like you can be me driven and driven and driven and driven and then it, it's like you said you get it's the simple things around you that kind of yeah. that make everything that make everything good but it's, it takes a point to kind of, it takes someone to just, to, to realise that, I think. Mm. But that's what I'm about now. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Chasing dreams. Yeah. Chasing, <laughs> chasing dogs. <laughs> dogs. What dogs have you got? Uh, I've got two dogs. Um, I've got a Springer Spaniel. Yeah. He's, he's my world. And uh, I've got a pug who isn't my world. <laughs> um, pug is just hanging on in there as she has been for the last 10 years just <laughs> just grunts and follows us around is um, she 10 <laughs> hanging on <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah yeah they're, they're my dogs monty and puggles shout out hey. <laughs> <laughs> um i think for, i think for me the one thing, the one thing that's, the one thing, well, there's a couple of things that probably inspire me. Um, the first one is probably the people that we've had on here, the, the podcast, like genu- genuinely. I think we both, me and Igor both knew that we were going to have conversations with people and we were going to learn from it and be inspired by it. But I didn't quite realise just how much that was going to happen to the point where I've actively left conversations and in my head I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that. That's happening. Um... And then I think the second one is, is actually like the the launching of the course and seeing other photographers grow their business and be successful has over time just inspired me more and more and more to the point where I'm now kind of going, okay, what's the next step of that? And it's just, we've started talking about it this last, literally the last few days. It's been an idea that's been in bubbling away in the background, but we've never done anything with it, which is just helping beginners out, like complete beginners that haven't even got a camera yet. It's like, how can we help those people. I just, I, do, I like just genuinely helping people, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm starting to realize that seeing other people be successful in their business and their development, I find inspiring. Um, so I think that's my, awesome. my answer. Such a good answer. <laughs> Are you, you gonna follow that? Oh, no. You can follow that. Um, okay, <laughs> I'll try. Um, what is inspiring me? Um, I don't know, I think, uh, like having our kids and our family life kind of following on from what Phil said like just the simple stuff in life like lazy Saturday mornings in bed cuddling our twins Um, and I think what that inspires me to like just have stability in our life Um, and that then just fuels like the need to like grow able which makes things a little bit more stable and a little Mm. bit more easy Uh, in terms of my work um, like photography is definitely inspired by people like Benjamin Wheeler like I'm always looking at his work and just being like man it's just so good and like Ed Pierce as well um, but then there's movies like you know anything by Wes Anderson like oh, we'll rewatch stuff like that it's just so good um, did anyone see that new Batman film so just incredible <laughs> mate honestly like just you'd love that how dark it is yeah, yeah. yeah. so dark yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dark but yeah so uh, I, I'm a massive fan of film and um, and stuff like you know Stranger Things and Wednesday the new Netflix yeah, series yeah. Mm-hmm. really really good um, anything with good storytelling 
Wednesday's going to change the face of fashion, I reckon. Yeah. ASOS is going to be channeling like stripes and Doc Martens. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Definitely. <laughs> um, it's interesting that you said that actually because you basically have just said what I was going to say, which oh, I love. How Isn't convenient. That nice? I went yeah. first. The goals are alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, but I was actually going to say my kids in Cornwall because Cornwall to me is such an inspirational place and like it's the first place that I've ever lived that felt like home. And uh, it's absolutely not where I was born, but it feels like it's where I'm meant to be. And like in the morning when we drive the kids to school, all we see is open fields. And obviously the sun is rising quite late. And so it's like pink and beautiful. And you've got the wind turbines, sheep. Mist and, and cloud. How can you not be inspired yeah, by that? Um, and then I was going to say my kids, because I have five-year-old twins. And for children, the whole world is amazing they think everything is amazing and i think it's really lovely having young kids because they're not as jaded as us they're like yeah. really you know switched on to how like incredible everything is like we did this um like our very first like promotional video for the springles um the voiceover that i did over it was like you're told to be impressed by things like the grand canyon but actually you were you were made to wonder at all of it and like kids wonder have wonder for everything don't they they're so, like literally every they're like grass and it's the most incredible yeah. thing. Like, um, I was watching Zion picking um, you know when like Jack Frost has been and the, like the clover has all these little patterns on yeah. and she was just going mummy diamonds and like yeah. it's stuff like that that they do every day that they just you know I mean they are also little chumps sometimes so <laughs> yeah. just, you know but like they do this stuff and I'm like it reminds me to marvel at everything and not just be only impressed by these really massive big ticket things and I, I think oh, yeah. that's kind of what you, you were saying as well Phil isn't it is like just like simple things yeah. Yeah. I think lockdown like I just walked and part of that was kind of like with the dog but then it you, and you do start taking it for granted but yeah, I'm just spending my days just walking on a beach or just like in in nature and then you start like noticing things and you're like this is cool, but this is just yeah. simple. This is a life we're at where social media doesn't exist really because yeah. it plays no part. So you, you know, and you can do that, but yeah, I had a one moment, one inspirational moment during um, during lockdown, and it was I'd hurt my back and I was going out trying to walk on a daily basis, and my my wife had like dropped me off on like the, the beach at the seafront <laughs> and she'd drive back and I'd like, I'd like hobble and like limp along and be like no I just need to do this for like a few hours and I'll, I'll, I'll feel better and she dropped me off and we live in the same village as literally the heavyweight boxing champion of the world and he kind of like as I started walking just came out of his house just looking absolutely like he had every pressure and every stress in the world and just like follow and we just kind of walked down the the, the the prom for like like two minutes and I was like yeah like that's just like everyone is the same yeah. like you probably have everything like on paper but then when it comes to this moment you're stuck in your house with your kids and your release is exactly the same as mine you've got yeah. out the house and you're just walking on your own yeah sweet yeah here you go um, I was going to say that personally, I think that, yeah, what's inspiring me uh, over, over, over this year, um, me and I made a conscious decision, especially when the summer hit really to, 
just have more people over. I guess we just bought a new house and we just wanted to have people over, barbecues and just invite people in and, and, and just enjoy. And that's what we did. And personally, that's, that, that gives me life. Just having people in and serving and, and just enjoying life together. That's, that's a massive one. Obviously, business-wise, it's been been here and that's an obvious one in terms of like the amount of people that you meet and yeah exactly the same as you Sam mm. in terms of like um <laughs> you you come out of a conversation and you're very much like yeah I just want to <laughs> kick the world and, and and grab it by storm sort of thing um creatively I think that's that's the one I'm most excited about in some ways in in terms of like how do I implement this sort of thing just um trying to delve more into video but not sort of like the static uh, recording things like like we've been doing for this and course whatever but just getting out there and doing more video street photography sort of thing or street videography whatever you want to call it and again i just feel like uh, like a kid like i'm learning um a skill again and i'm absolutely rubbish at it but uh, I, f I think that it just inspires me to really push it push it further if that makes sense so creatively that's that's really really inspiring me the struggle of it yeah the struggle of it is really really inspiring and yeah i just want to push it more and more so yeah brilliant yeah i think we all need to be a bit more comfortable with you know yeah with that sort of thing yeah new ideas yeah um late in the day isn't it and it we're is all we've done well I'll tell you what I'll tell you who's not inspiring me right now Kanye <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's not oh inspiring man, anymore man. is he it's oh, like just turn him off just turn um, him off should we have have we got one more question before we wrap up yeah, come on Mella. Say, if there are any more questions yeah, this yeah, is to you it. guys Sam okay. and Igor yeah, yeah. as you know we always wrap up the podcast with the question okay so I'm turning it back on you. <laughs> we're going back to when you were 14. <laughs> what would you like to say to them? To little Sam uh, and Igor? To, to Sam, you're not going to make it as a professional golfer. <laughs> uh, you're not, simply not good enough. Um, I was nowhere near good enough, but I really wanted to be. Um, I think it would be to just, just get out there and just try more stuff. Like Just go and try stuff. Keep trying it and just keep practicing like practicing stuff I, th I feel like I went through a sort of seven eight year period after school to actually realizing that I could do stuff where I just I, I kind of wandered around aimlessly um I had a good time you know I, I had a good social life but I didn't I didn't have any purpose I didn't didn't really have any idea as to what I was going to do I think it would just be to you know go out there and try stuff put your hand to more things like pick up new skills try, just experiment mm. I think that would be that would be the big one for me. Yeah, I've been racking up my brain here, but yeah, it's definitely this one. Um, little fourteen-year-old Igor. Um, yeah, as a kid, I, I was very sort of like very shy, like really, really shy. You wouldn't think it now, but yeah, ultra shy to the point of that. If you said something to me negative, um, it didn't need to be much. It's just kind of like oh. Um, just something like really minimal. <laughs> I would do the flickers that we just literally just start blinking and sort of like get ready to cry or something like that. So what I would say to him is, it's very much believe in the abilities that God has given you really because I was, 
I didn't. I just didn't. I just didn't believe believe in what uh, I was able to do, really. So seeing that now, you kind of like, ooh, you've gone a long way, boy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that would be it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Brilliant. Amazing. So, shall we wrap Look it up? Look at you now, eh? <laughs> Look at you now. Look at, Look at you now. Us can't, now. can't shut you up, can we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you are um, an okay golfer. Yeah, not anymore. I don't play enough. I've got two kids. I ain't got the time for a five-hour round of golf. Um, no, thank you very much. Thank you to you guys for coming yeah. up today and coming down today. Um, thank you to everybody that's come and spent a day with us in the audience. Um, I'd love to have you all here. Um, there's a bit of cold pizza for you to take home for your journey if you want. Anything you want to say, Igor? Thank you. Just a massive, massive thank you. I think today's been quite special just in terms of everything that we've done. Yeah. And once again, it wouldn't be without you guys. You guys, the audience that are here, physical. Thank you. And also you guys, the audience that are listening and, and participating and constantly showing up week by week. So, so seriously, thank you. And yeah, you guys as well. Let's go, get 20, let's go get 2023, shall we? Yeah, let's go. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.